0: Hey, gang, it's oh, Will Jax here. <laughs> um, wow, he really did it, though. Just want to intro this episode real quick. We just recorded a really awesome focused-in episode about the 94 strike. But uh, just like our last focus episode with Pi, we got really, really...
1: We didn't get
2: as off topic.
0: You know, it was, it was really good, to be quite honest. It was really good. But so the first, what, 30, 40 minutes is talking about the 94 strike pancake blessing us with this knowledge i mean he really did give us a whole I'll wealth st- of knowledge st- all right, anyway but right right after um it's just a lot of off-topic stuff but it does relate so hope you guys it's enjoy it's good
2: content we laughed we talked we had a good time so <laughs> it, keep was a, it was folks. a really good
0: time so yeah keep listening hope you guys enjoy absolutely <laughs> yo what's good we're back another focus episode first focus in a while yeah we haven't done one of these is this our
2: first one back in oneana no we did one with pie oh that's right yeah we did yeah we did yeah we did yeah
0: hey we have a we have a
2: third chair today you've met him once and now you're gonna meet him again mr matthew alley
1: what is up guys (laughs) how we doing today on this uh on this wonderful day here we're gonna be uh We're going to hit you with some hot takes here. Well, Pancake sure is. I know that. Yeah. So real quick,
0: right before we get in, disclaimer, we did not post the other day our weekly podcast because it got deleted. We don't know how. The file got lost. And we had a really fire episode. It was very good. I really, really enjoyed it. It was just me and Pancake. We talked a lot. We had a lot of fun. And it's it's gone So there was no post um, We really apologized We knew people were looking forward to it But you guys get an, a focus this week And this is very interesting uh, Something that I don't really know about Something I know Matt really doesn't know about But something that Pancake knows everything about And can write a 30 page paper on next semester this yeah,
1: is, You know I know a little bit about it But Pancake is absolutely by you,
0: far and away our expert You guys
2: here. are about
1: to have your mind blown By some of the things so, I'm us to tell you
0: I'm what, ready. We're, what we're going to talk about today, the 94 sh- baseball strike. Mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah. The 94 strike. This
2: is something I feel like a lot of people our age don't know about, but this is no. so. This is really. This is a lot of interesting stuff. So I'm really excited it's to a share a lot it.
0: of interesting stuff. And, and if you guys want to tune out right now, that's fine. But you're listening to this episode for a reason. Pancake. Disclaimer again Pancake is mainly going to be the guy who's talking because he knows, honestly, like, it's not a joke. He knows. Almost everything on it right now. Pancake <laughs> is a wealth
1: of knowledge of all things baseball.
0: Yeah, well, so let's not hype it up that much. Let's so, be- <laughs> what we're gonna try to do with this episode, I know a tad bit about it, but not enough to where I can actually have a full conversation. So, Pancake is gonna be telling us all the stuff, and me, me, is gonna be reacting to it. Yeah, I know react, ask questions. You
2: guys do whatever. I'm like, gonna yeah, tell us. Yeah, but the story. if if yeah. you
0: guys wanna know what the '94 baseball strike was like, please continue listening.
2: Okay. So you guys ready? Oh, yeah, I'm man. ready. All right. So to understand the '94 strike, we're we're gonna split this into three parts: the before, the during, and the after. We oh. got to understand how it happened, when it happened, then what happened after. Because this right. this is right, much right. more than just one season. Exactly. So back in the mid '80s, the owners <laughs> were really pushing for a salary cap. All other major sports had one. Baseball wasn't the only.
0: They cut. That's. We'll get into it, but this mm-hmm. is why baseball is still by far and away the highest paid sport.
2: So the owners, they wanted the salary cap and to kind of fight this during the 87 season, they were like let's have a little collusion going on with the free agents. So someone like Andre Dawson did Andre Dawson. He wow. didn't he didn't he was a free agent, didn't sign until right before spring training with the Cubs and only a 2-year deal. Oh, LOL. Well. T- Tim Raines, who won the 86 batting title, doesn't sign till May first. Kirk Gibson, one of the best hitters during that time, settles for a one-year deal with the Tigers.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm.
2: So MLB's like, all right, this is a problem. So they void all the contracts, and the players become free agents again after that season. Wow. Owners are pissed.
0: Sorry. You got got your mic there, Will? Yep, I just dropped my mic. Sorry if that created noise. Keep going.
2: The owners are pretty pissed off. So the commissioner, whose name I'm going to butcher, Peter Urebroth, gets canned by the owners because of this. Because the, owners, can, oh, bet. Can, the mm-hmm. owners control who the commissioner is. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the new commissioner, Bart Giamatti, he comes in. One year on the job, dies of a heart attack.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That I didn't Wow, know. I did not expect that.
2: So the next commissioner is Faye Vincent, and he's very <laughs> pro player. He, like, supports the players much more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The owners, though, are still pretty pissed off they don't have a salary cap. So 1990 spring training gets locked out. Now also I want to put this out there right now. The difference between a lockout and a strike. Lockout is what is when the owners decide to halt everything. Strike is when players decide to halt everything. Okay. That that's a pretty big difference. So yeah. yes. So yeah, 1990 spring training gets, you know, locked out. Didn't start until mid-March. So the season's the, se- yeah, the season starts a couple weeks behind and the schedules have to get reworked now. So what happened at the beginning of the season, for the first three weeks, the pitchers are put on very strict innings limits. Like, Think of like World Baseball Classic, how that's set up. That's what the pitchers were on for the first three weeks of the year. Wow. It was a league-wide thing. And, of course, this is a big topic now, but in the 90s, this was a much bigger deal. But pitcher for the Angels, Mark Langston, throws a combined no-hitter during this time. So back then, that would have been a full no-hitter. Like
1: nowadays, a combined no-hitter, it's like one of – it's not normal, but it's happening more. We could talk about the combined no-hitter another day, but oh my goodness, do I hate the combined no-hitter.
2: Combined no-hitter is not fun. And imagine back in 1990 when something like this happens. People mm-hmm. are pissed. Oh, you I know, bet. There's a lot of rules in place now. Yeah. So time goes on. The owners still want a salary cut. The players are like, no way. And so the commissioner, Faye Vincent, he decides to undercut the owner. Owners. Actually. He makes a deal with the players, and he assures them that there's going to be no salary cap because it's the quote-unquote best interest in baseball to not have one. So the owners are really pissed now. Oh, I bet. So the White Sox and Chicago Bulls owner, Jerry Reinsdorf, leads the charge of the owners for what they're going to do next. So after 1992, Fay Vincent gets fired, and an owner gets put in as commissioner. Ooh. Mr. Bud Selig. Owner of the Brewers, Bud Gets put in as commissioner. Oh
0: my god. What? I I can't believe I didn't know this. That's different commissioners. Like, what was there? A different commissioner every year? Back back during (laughs)
2: During the 80s till this part of the 90s, it was very. There were four different ones. That's insane. Then, like, Bud Sealy had it for a while. I have a feeling Manfred's going to have it for a while. Oh, yeah, Manfred's going to have it. But even, like, before all this happened, like, there wasn't that much change over. real real quick
0: though real quick manfred's obviously the guy now like he could have it for a while but if he institutes all these wacky changes we'll get let's talk about at
2: the end because that's where i kind of end things but it's now with an owner in charge the owner's start to cry poverty a little bit. They're like, "Oh, we right. don't we're not making a lot of money. You know, oh we we can't God. secure a good TV contract." This was the big deal. They couldn't secure a good TV contract. Now, this is a time where obviously sports are on TV and stuff, but it's becoming bigger, you know. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. regional markets coming into play. It's be, it's getting a lot bigger. So, MLB says, "Let's create this thing called the Baseball Network." And it's a real I'll be blunt, this Baseball Network was a really shitty deal. It was a two-year deal they did with, I believe, NBC, and it would not show any national games. It would show two games a week, regional games. Yeah, I, I, I can. Yeah,
0: that's not what you want.
2: Yeah, and it, the reason why the, the owners did,
0: just had a really confused look on her face. The reason why he the did. owners
2: did this is because they wanted to make it seem like baseball wasn't making money, so they couldn't afford to show so many games, couldn't afford to show a national game. Yeah, they wanted to make it seem like baseball just wasn't making money. So, June 1994, there's no CBA collective bargaining agreement in place, but the players are still playing. Okay. They're pissed off, but they're still playing. So, the owners unveil their plan to the players. And now they're going to offer $1 billion worth of salary and benefits. Like, this is all, in, like, salary cap-wise. So, like, $1 billion in the game to spend, like, on players and stuff. So, this means teams would have to cut their payrolls and, like, even it out, if that makes wow. sense. Oh, there's wait, more. wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. When when was the uh, luxury tax put in?
2: Don't know that off the top of my head. I feel like that was a 2000s thing, though. That's, how, that that's was what I thought, too. After, I'll get into it later. Also, I'll real
1: quick, quick, does this not sound like the owners or the teachers at SUNY Oneonta and this is an argument about the parking situation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait.
2: There's more the owners offered, though. Oh, boy. Wait till you hear this. So not only did they want to have the $1 billion baseline for all things baseball, they wanted to cut arbitration. They wanted free agency to begin at players at four years instead of six. So, like, a player now has six years of team control before becoming a free agent. They wanted to start this at four. But let's say a player with four or five years becomes a free agent and they get an offer from another team. The team that they were with can match that offer. Wow. And, like, they still retain the rights to that player until oh, they sign someone else. And obviously, ML, the players were like, no way. Yeah, Yeah, of course. So now they're really pissed off. And on August 12th, 1994, the strike happens. Players are like, no, we're done. Now, the players get hit with the blame. The owners are obviously at fault. But 1994 season could have been something very special. And this is why this is still a big deal. Matt Williams, Giants third baseman. Had forty-three home runs at the time of the strike. Mm. Everyone thought that he realistically could get past Roger Maris, who had the record at sixty-one for a season at the time. Wow! Everyone, he, everyone yeah. realistically thought. When, when did the strike happen? What August twelfth. August twelfth. And you got to figure, have. end of
1: September was the season. And he was at forty-three. Think about. Yeah,
0: that. Yeah, he could have. He could have. I wouldn't say easily, but he could have.
1: That's how serious it was, though. I mean, I think that that's that's definitely an attainable. Goal that he could have hit there,
0: but dude. There just, more just wait. Cause Pancake told me a little bit. Just wait until you hear all these other things that could have happened.
2: Tony yeah. Gwynn, when the strike happens, is hitting 394. Wow, could have been the first player since Ted Williams to be hit 400 in a season.
0: That would have been unbelievable. People
2: realistically thought he could hit 400. Yep. If he was at 394 in August, people really thought because Tony Gwynn oh, sure. was a hits
0: machine. Yeah, Tony Gwynn is absolutely insane. Probably he was one of the best hitters. Probably that we've ever though.
2: Seen. The biggest hurt of the 1994 season belongs to the Montreal Expos, because not only did they have a commanding lead over the NL East for really the first time in their career as a team, but listen to some of these players they had on here. They had a closer named John Wetland, who was the 96 John MVP, Wetland 1996 World Series MVP for the Yankees as a yep. closer. Mm-hmm. They had an outfielder named Larry Walker, who won MVP with the Rockies a few years later. They had a 1997 world champ named Moises Alou. They had a speedy center fielder named Marquise Grissom, who was a numerous-time All-Star. Wow, so they had a fire team. Oh, this is the big one, though. They had a young pitcher. His name was Pedro Martinez. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no kidding.
2: Just when, and, like, this is when he just turned into Pedro Martinez. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. he figured everything out. This is when he just figured, like...
1: This was when Pedro Martinez became a real deal, man. The poor Expos, man. Just in terms of their entire organization, the poor Expos, dude. Yeah, so that could
0: have changed literally everything.
2: We'll get into that. We'll get into that, though. But yeah, there's no playoffs in 1994. Like the strike happened, no playoffs, no World Series. First time since like 1904, 1905 there wasn't a World Series, something like that. But also a little, not so. It's not funny, but it's kind of like, huh. But um, Dave Winfield gets traded for a player to be named later. Strike happens, so they can't make the trade. So I believe it was the Twins execs for this trade took whatever team he got traded to, like all their execs out to dinner to cut, to make up the cost huh, in that good. trade. So Dave Winfield got traded
0: for dinner. Oh, my God.
2: Wow. He got traded for dinner.
0: Wow. So
2: strike's going on, and it's it's cold. The players and owners just aren't. <laughs> How How long long did the
0: strike go on for? We'll
2: get into that. Because now now we're in the winter. I've been saying we're going to get into that a lot.
0: I know. You have.
2: Because I'll I'll tell the story. But, yeah, we're in the winter. Nothing's going on.
0: In the winter?
2: We're in the winter now. It happened in August? It happened in August. The season ended. season's done. That was it for the season. August 12th was when it ended. No playoffs, no World Series, nothing. January 1995. Five bills are introduced to Congress to end the baseball strike. Oh.
0: Think about that.
2: None <laughs> of them. None
1: of them pass. Think about that. What? None Can you imagine pass. like this happening today? Could you imagine the NBA just deciding, oh, yeah, by the way, we're done playing basketball until... You know, we get what we want. And
0: the U.S. Congress? U.S. Congress.
1: Congress.
0: (laughs) Oh, my
2: God. Deadlines weren't reached on bills. Therefore, they were not passed. Wow. So, it's turning into spring. The owners want to make money. Enter the replacement players.
0: Yup. Yup. So,
2: these replacement players, if they showed up to spring training... They made $5,000. If they made the opening day roster, they made another 5000 So they would make $10,000 total compared to the other baseball players who made millions. Okay. This was MLB's way. That was the owner's way of being like, hey, we're going to keep playing. We're going to put players out there, but for at the rate that we want them. Mm-hmm. I mean, $10,000, though, like, for a national sport, that's, that's really undercutting your players. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. However, sure. though, as spring training gets closer, some of the owners start to break away a little bit. First one to break away, George Steinbrenner. <laughs> he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to put a crappy team on the field. You know, yeah, of course not. And then the next one was the Orioles owner Peter Angelos. Oh, that's
1: ironic because they're terrible.
2: Oh, well, here's why Peter Angelos walked away from it. He didn't want the replacement players because Cal Ripken Jr. was in the middle of his games played ah, streak. Yep, that's true. And if he was like, I don't want them. Like the Orioles forfeited spring training. They used the replacement players. But if the season started with the replacement players, the Orioles would have to forfeit every game because they were not going to field the team. He refused yeah. to field the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would have had to forfeit every single game. So, and also, this is very interesting. The Mets, for a short period of time during this, had a female third baseman.
0: Wow, I didn't even know that. They had
2: a female third, It didn't last long, but the, the Mets did have, they were trying to work with a female third baseman. Wow. So there were some. Wait, not- it w-
0: weren't the replacement players really frowned upon? Oh, oh abso- absolutely.
2: I, I'm, I was actually just about to get into that because there were there were a couple notable players who made okay major league careers. There weren't any big ones. Uh, Kevin Millar was one. Shane Spencer was one. Shane oh, Spencer. Okay. Benny Agbayani was another, and Brendan Donnelly was another. They were four guys who had pretty okay careers. Yeah. But here's why. The reason why replacement players are so frowned upon was because. Obviously, they came in when the strike was happening. They weren't the real players. So when baseball resumed play, these guys could still keep playing, but they couldn't be a member of the Players Association. Yeah. So if you played video games and these guys were on there, for example, you you wouldn't be able to play as them because they're not members of the Players Association. Wow. Yeah, like these guys I just mentioned, like they're not on video games. You can look it up. Like their attributes are on there and like their likeness is on there, but they're not named their names. Wow, no. that's really so like, I have for a example like I know I, for some reason I know this really well because I don't know why but in MoB7 the show you can go on the Orioles team and instead of seeing Kevin Millar there you see a guy named Ivan Jimenez but it's still like the same tribute same age same height same weight just so different they name.
1: just made a different name for them? that's what they would do on video games because the, they settled on Ivan Jimenez
2: that I don't know why it was that but that's Dude. what they did in video games though like
1: wait,
0: they, re- real quick question kind of off topic not really mm-hmm. every single um NFL game that I've played like Madden Bill Belichick isn't in
1: I mean I don't like
0: know. I don't know why that is but that when you said they weren't in video games that made me think about because well I could slap you right now for talking about Bill Belichick <laughs> dude because we I, w- I would obviously I'm a big Patriots fan I'm sorry for all the listeners who just turned out hmm. but I'm a, I'm a big Patriots fan every time I played as the Patriots it would just say N-E, like New England coach. <laughs> it would be, like, really weird.
2: I don't know how it works in football, but I know in baseball, these guys weren't members of the Players Association. Yeah, yeah. So they that, can't yeah. have their likeness. And didn't the players replicated. not like them,
0: like the actual players? Oh, I'm sure it, there was a lot of There was
2: definitely the some hostility, especially once baseball did come back. But, yeah. I mean, I obviously as time went on, like – These guys were right there with them. I mean, as long as they could produce, that's what it came down to. Think about it though.
1: If you like, you know, if it was the 1800s and, you know, there were a lot of strikes going on in in actual working jobs and factories and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And I mean, if they brought in new workers to take these guys place, I mean, these men on strike were literally trying to kill them. They had to be brought into the, you know, the factories and the places where they were working with you know, armed guards there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm sure this wasn't the case back in yeah, baseball, say, but it was absolutely some hostility there. You They're know, taking your job.
2: I see your point, but also, you know, the 1990s isn't the 1800s. No one's absolutely, been stabbed yeah. with a pitchfork.
1: Well, yeah, right, of course yeah right. Right. But, but there's going to be some hostility is what I'm saying.
2: But two, no, two other notable things during the 95 spring training. So Coors Field opens up in Colorado. And ironically, the Yankees replacement players and the Rockies replacement players played the first ever game. They're not official, like, in-season game, but, like, they played an Expedition game there. Oh, no that kidding. Was the, that was the first game there played with wow. players. That's something. And also, Hall of Fame manager, also manager of the Tigers at this time, Sparky Anderson, with all these replacement players, he's like, yeah, I'm not doing this, and just walked away from his team. Wow. He walked away until the players came back.
0: Mm. So, with all you, know, you know, it's a fun fact, real quick, about the 94 strike. I'm pretty, I've talked to my grandparents, my grandparents – Used to watch every single Yankee game. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not even kidding. They used to watch every single game, and as soon as the '94 strike happened, they just stopped watching baseball. Really? Is that yep.
2: does that still hold true to this day? Yeah,
0: they don't watch baseball. I mean, they no do. Kidding. Well, they know that I'm a big baseball fan. They like they watch playoffs and stuff, but like they don't regularly watch games anymore. That's wow. Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Because yes. I because I always I always wondered why, and I'll never forget this. It was one day. They were like, yeah. Ever since the strike, like we just we just haven't watched, wow. which is like crazy. That's,
2: that's the strike was tw- almost twenty five years ago.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I know.
2: So ml the Major League Baseball Players Association responds with all the stuff that's going on with replacement players. Yeah, they file an injunction against the owners. They say it was the owners' plan all along to put these replacement players on the field to cut the costs. Even though they know that they have the money. I didn't even know that
0: Sheen Spencer was a... Was a that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I think my dad liked him, too.
2: So, obviously, this whole thing gets taken to court now. And now, the judge who ruled on this case is now on Supreme Court. No way. Sonia Sotomayor. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, wow. she made the ruling on this case of the players against the owners. And she rules in favor of the Players Association. Good job, Sonia. Okay. <laughs> so, the strike ends... The players win. And the big takeaway from this case was that the CBA that expired after 1993 is still in effect until a new one is made. But the owners, they can't give out any contract without the players' consent until a new one is made. So everything has to be run by the players at this point. Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. So 1995 season starts about a week behind. Baseball's back. Fans are pissed the fans are livid because they're still blaming the players on all this. Uh, So very early, this happened all throughout the season, but really early in the season, this happened a lot fans throwing money at the players. Wow. They're throwing trash and beer cans at the players. Like they, people are wearing shirts that say like greed on them.
1: See, I was just going to say, you know, I, we're on the side of the players here. At least I am. I can, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. You got to fight where, you know, this kind of thing, you know, if you're, I honestly don't know how I feel about salary caps, but I am on the side of the players on this generally. But I was gonna say, I bet some of these other you know fans back they in were, the day were probably a just lot of off the fans wanted to see their team play baseball, off. you know, They're, and they they probably just figured, you know, what you guys are making millions of dollars anyway, stop arguing about it. Just let's well,
0: listen, baseball. if there was a salary cap, Mike Trout would be getting paid four thirty, right? Exactly.
2: Yeah. But an exa- we got another example here. There was a baseball giveaway at Dodger Stadium not every fan but practically every fan throws their ball onto the field game gets forfeited
0: wow Wow. yeah
2: so fans are pissed yeah
0: what why would they do that what they
1: they wanted (laughs) they like you got to keep in mind
0: have a baseball from that
1: game it's worth a lot of money (laughs) yeah i mean yeah Yeah.
2: see like the fans did this like you got to keep in mind this is 1995 you know there's no way of knowing everything that's going on in the situation because the internet's not a big deal no one has a smartphone. right right, that's true you just kind of have to go off of what you see whole different
0: what you see and they thought it was all the players fault.
2: well yeah because the players are the ones that are out there no one thinks it's the owners you know yeah but the players not only that
0: but the owners are the
1: ones that are getting their names in you know times magazine and the ones that are getting written about in the new york post you know what i mean Mm -hmm. they're not talking to the players and if they were it wasn't you know the way that they should have been. The press definitely probably didn't handle this the way it could have been handled. Oh no. And they didn't have Twitter. So we weren't hearing from any of these players. (laughs) That's for sure. So
2: 1995, you can officially say it's the beginning of the end for the Montreal Expos because they sold off all their players. They never recovered. Baseball is dead. They're out. They're out of Montreal basically 10 years later. But There was one place where baseball was saved in 1995, though, and that was Seattle because there was talks about moving the Mariners out of town or even just redacting them full out. But the story of the 95 Mariners, I want to tell the story really quick because it's really good. Ken Griffey gets hurt in May, breaks his wrist.
1: Oh, wow, Ken Griffey. Didn't even think about that back then.
2: The Mariners end up 13 games out of the division, and then Griffey comes back in August. So next thing you know, the Mariners get hot. They go on a two-month run. They Get the deficit back up. They go into a one-game playoff with the Angels for, for who's going to win the division. Mariners win. Division series was Mariners-Yankees. This was the one where Edgar Martinez ends the series with the big hit. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: That's why everyone gets yeah. Edgar Martinez. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and then they they, <laughs> they yeah. lost to the Indians in the ALCS, but that season brought brought and kept baseball in Seattle. Yep. So that's that's actually a big deal. But overall, 1995 very dry season for baseball. The only big thing was Cal Ripken streak. Yeah, like that was the only thing that brought everyone together. But other than that, fans are still pissed. Nothing big is going on. So I want to mention the playoffs again. I kind of mentioned it with the Mariners, but the baseball network that we talked about earlier—that yeah, really yeah, yeah. shitty TV deal—that's still going on because it was a two-year deal, 94-95. Uh-huh. So. The owner is still trying to really milk this thing. Playoff games, you know how like the playoffs now. There's a twelve o'clock, a three o'clock, six o'clock, nine yeah, o'clock and game. There are like yeah.
0: channels that never ever have baseball on. Yes. Yep, like
2: so it's, TBS. It's, <laughs>
1: yeah, like it's it's yeah, it's
2: a way for you to be able to see all the games. Yeah. So, MLB plays all the games at the same time, and the only game you can watch is your regional game. Oh my! Goodness. So like if that happened here in '95, we'd be watching the Mariners Yankees because yeah. the Yankees are regional. We wouldn't see the Indians or Red Sox. We wouldn't see the Dodgers, Reds, or the Braves and whoever they play. Isn't
1: it funny how it's almost backwards today from that? Like you can't get in market games
0: here anymore. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh I
2: mean, yeah, yeah. Unless you weird.
1: watch cable or something, like, or well, you have that. Yeah, yeah, if you have.
0: I mean, I'm talking about off. Cable Isn't it absolutely services. insane that Pancake just knows all of this? It really is. Pancake's a genius. <laughs> oh, I, I made sure I wrote it
2: all down too because I've been having. I've had this notes thing on my phone for a good week now, just to write down everything that I'm thinking of. And fact checking everything. You're insane, so, man. I mean, a good job. I'm good for one thing at least. But we, we got a little bit more. We're gonna kind of get closer to the future now. That was
1: one of almost one of Pancakes' classic zingers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch on.
2: But so 1996. St- there's still a lot of hostility, but MLB gets a new TV deal. Fox takes over the big national games, All Star Game, World Series, playoffs. Okay. They're doing that. NBC and ESPN get secondary contracts for, like, division series and stuff like that. So, baseball network's done. So, jump ahead to 1997 now. The Marlins win the World Series. And that's that's a feel-good story. You know, they were an expansion team. So, they win the World Series. Baseball's starting to come back around. But something after the 97 season kind of made a big takeover. And that was salaries began to really boom. Yeah. A pitcher like Kevin Brown... Makes a hundred million dollars. First player ever to make a hundred million dollars. Kevin
0: Brown. Kevin Brown. Was he good?
2: He was okay. I mean, $100 he wasn't. Through a no, he threw a no hitter with the Marlins. There was a year where he had an ERA under two with the Marlins. But like, wow. he, when he signed with the Padres, he was still he was one of the better pitchers in the league, but not someone who deserved a hundred million dollars. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. But but he. I feel like at that time it was more like, yeah, we're sorry about the strike. Just like. Just give out money now. Hundred million. Yeah. I
2: mean, it, it's proof that baseball had money all along, though. Yeah. But also, yeah. You know, another big contract that got given out during the '98 season was Mike Piazza and the uh, Mets. He got, I think it was close to 90 million, if not like around. It was something yeah. around there. So baseball had money, and obviously, a couple years later in 2000, A Rod gets his giant deal with the Rangers of right, 250. Yeah. He did get a crazy. So he got deal that big one. Rangers. But 1998 huge for baseball because that's the year of the home run chase.
0: That uh, brings
2: people, that
0: brings wait everyone a minute. back. Wait a minute. Homer and Chase with who? With Maguire and Sosa. Maguire and Sosa, yeah. the two that, steroid people. Now,
2: I don't want to dig into that too much oh, right now. Because I really want to do an episode on steroid the steroid era, era. but... If you don't think the '94 strike like didn't cause steroids, you're wrong because it absolutely caused the one
0: thousand and fifty million. It absolutely percent, caused man. the
2: steroid era. I want to do an episode on the steroid era where we can dive into that a lot more.
0: Dude. but know, yeah, I I forgot. Like, I, we talked about this, and I forgot that that was a. Th- oh my!
2: That's what brought people back. That's and what brought people everything. back.
0: That's why, bro.
2: Because MLB let these home runs and the steroids just happen because they were making money.
1: They just swept it under the rug.
2: Yeah. Every, everyone knew what was going on. Like no one just casually hits 70 home runs a year. Just
1: oh my god. It, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. That's insane. Especially back then before the ball was juiced. But moving on.
2: <laughs> but uh yeah, so <laughs> baseball's kind of profiting, but um 2002 comes along and there's kind of some rumblings about another strike and it's getting really close. The owners want to redact two teams. Now, keep in mind, they expanded in 1998, but they want to pull two teams a couple years later. Now, I've told Will this before. Guess the two teams that they wanted to pull, Matt.
1: You know, I honestly couldn't tell you. One's very obvious. One isn't.
2: Yes, Expos is
1: one of them. The other one. Not not as. No. Oh, Really? The Minnesota Twins. Oh, no kidding. They wanted to pull the Expos and the Twins. See, that I couldn't have told you, honestly, if I had five guesses. I don't think but, I would, have been no. one of mine. But here's the thing. The, the owners
2: and players reach an agreement at the 11th hour, like right before a strike was about to happen. You know why? Why? If they announced a strike, it would have been a year to, a, year to the day. that like It was the 9-11 one-year anniversary. Oh. Wow. So they would have announced a strike on September 11, 2002.
1: Yeah, that probably wouldn't have been the, uh, the best timing. No. If
2: the, could you imagine if a strike happened then,
0: like really? That baseball brought everyone together after nine yeah. eleven. Exactly, that, and that to announce a strike
2: a year later on 9-11. Nope. That would have, that would have put baseball in the graveyard. I think if oh, that were to happen. Sure. But agree. both both parties came to their senses right before like they had to announce something. Better so, than baseball. So that said, baseball has had the longest labor peace of any major sport. I think all the other three major sports have seen some sort of lockout or strike within this decade. I think correct me if I'm wrong, but I know yeah. basketball had one. I know hockey had one See, the football.
1: Thing about, I'm not, I don't know if they did or not. The thing about baseball with the strike is there's just so much more money involved. Oh, that, absolutely. You know, I mean, it's, I mean today basketball, believe me, does have a lot of money. going. They're a profiting right business, but, And it's
2: starting to get back to their players, but yeah. But the thing, the big thing though, and this is why the Baseball Players Association is probably the strongest union in America. I think these contracts they get, they're guaranteed. Exactly. Other sports, you know, they can cut you and your contract. Look at Jacoby Ellsbury, (laughs) man. Like a guy like Pablo Sandoval plays two years with the Red Sox, gets cut. He's still gonna make all that ninety-five million from
1: them.
0: Unbelievable. He's still making all that money. The Red Sox were paying the Giants for Pablo Sandoval to play in the Giants. And on top meanwhile, of that, Giants
2: mean, give him league minimum, so he's even making even more on top of that.
1: Meanwhile, all of these other like football players, for example, I mean, some of their money is guaranteed. Not all of it, though. Not all not of it. Not all, all of it by a long stretch.
2: You get cut on an NFL team, you get no money. Like, look at Bye-bye. perfect example, A.B. Yeah. Yep. He's not getting yep. any of the money he was guaranteed this year.
1: Nope. That's so, why Antonio he's pissed. Brown's an idiot, That's why though. he's pissed. <laughs> So look into the he future. He shouldn't be pissed. He's an idiot. But he won't. go on.
2: Yeah. <laughs> kind of wrap things up here. Looking to the looking looking into the future a little bit. There's kind of some rumblings about another strike because of all the new rule stuff they want to put in place. Like the owners are about it. Players don't want to see that much drastic change.
1: Yeah. See, so this, this is I what think the
2: CBA the new CBA has to be done by 2021 or 2022. So there's still a lot of time to figure things out. But there's already talks. See, like, this is what pisses me
0: off, strike. though. Okay. Manfred, if the owners and the players don't want all of these changes, why would you do it?
2: I mean, owners kind of agree with him to an extent,
1: though. See, here's the thing about the owners, though. They're really only supporting these, you know, terrible change ideas, if you ask me anyway. I don't like them at all. You know, the idea of putting a pitch clock on and, you know, making. I mean, I, I guess I could deal with uh, no more umpires. That I that I could go with. Uh, <laughs> wow. No, a, I can't I'm get behind on that one. I, don't I know. can't get behind on on that not, one either. That's, that's too with, drastic. Umpires a with a leash. I'll put it that way. Because lately it's been absolutely ridiculous. You guys can I definitely mean, back me it up. It has on been that. ridiculous, but, but that's how it's always been. That's That's oh, yeah.
2: human error. Like you can't you can't go back on human error. Everyone right. makes mistakes. Yeah. Well, and I feel like if you try to automate it too much. Then you're not getting a genuine game. You know I do saying?
1: believe that on calls that are just blatantly missed, there should be some sort of ruling to determine whether that call should have been made correctly. And then the umpire should be fined if they made a bad call. See, that's here, my opinion. Here's
2: the thing with that, though. Like, we have instant replay for a reason, but yep. I think it's... Co- it's going to be really bullshit if you're going to start instant replaying balls and strikes, I think. Oh, that's when it's over the line like. Yeah, right not... now for a play that like needs instant replay, if it's taking 4 to 5 minutes, that's so much time. Oh, like, yeah. that takes forever. You're yeah. losing people when you exactly. Do that. exactly. Yeah, so I just think live with the human error personally. Like um, unless it's an obvious call. Like this if this is Armando Galarraga perfect game blown call type thing. Yeah. Obviously yeah. that's a lot different. See, but yeah. if we're just talking about a simple ball or strike, there's no need for a replay.
1: Keep yeah, I agree. No, and I don't agree. I don't agree with the replay thing. I I do think though that there should be some accountability on the umpires' part, though, because there is literally no accountability whatsoever. And honestly, we've seen calls in the past where umpires have plain and simple made bad calls because they have beef with players. With Angel Hernandez, players. yeah, yeah. Angel
2: yeah. Hernandez. It's known that he doesn't like to make good calls for the Yankees or the Mets. Exactly. That's known. Yeah, I don't and know that why should
1: not be tolerated.
2: I don't know why MLB doesn't hasn't done anything with him just because he's also filed a lawsuit against MLB because he hasn't done any like World Series or playoff games, and because of that, he thinks they're discriminating him. He's not oh being my. discriminated against; <laughs> he's being discriminated. <laughs> he's a horrible umpire, exactly. the Worst umpire that is <laughs> but ever set He has, set he has a suit field. against MLB because he doesn't do made like the big games. Here's and the thing:
1: either, any of the okay. three of us could do a better job. On a Tuesday afternoon, than Angel Hernandez. He's so bad. He, he is very literally bad. blind. He's just not. That game.
0: whole it was in the playoffs, right? What last year, <laughs> the Yankees and the Red Sox. He was in it. Because I feel like I he think was he, he filed. I cancer. think he
2: filed the suit before last year's playoffs. So that could have been MLB saying, "Hey, take the game." When was that
0: beef, though? He's There's... always had beef. No, 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 no. See, don't get me wrong. I mean, he had beef with Angel Hernandez. Everyone has beef with Angel no, no, Hernandez. No, 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 He's no, terrible. No, no. <laughs> it might
2: have been in the playoffs. See, I, I was listening to a podcast one time with uh, Paul Laduca, who was he catched for the Mets in the mid 2000s, played for the Dodgers and stuff. And there was one game where he was playing for the Mets, and he, like there was a call that Hernandez missed or something, and Laduca gave him crap about it. And Hernandez, like, told him straight out, like, yeah, like, I'm not trying to be a homer. I'm not going to give the Mets or Yankees good calls. Like, he he said that straight out to the Mets catcher. And, like, Laduca got ejected later on because of that. Think about that.
1: Think about, regardless of where you're from and what team you play for, imagine walking into a game. And the umpire looks at you and says to you, "I'm gonna make bad calls for your team today because I'm from where you play." He didn't
2: want to seem like a homer. Think about that. So he purposely will make. I don't,
1: I don't want. Know, I don't want
2: to make it seem like all of the calls he makes are bad. Yeah, of course not. But like he, it's not that he goes out of his he way to make a bad higher calls. Higher percentage so of
1: missed like, calls
0: than any other. Listen, umpire who Andrew Hernandez? Yes. Angel yeah. Hernandez. No. Listen. 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 Game three. Mm-hmm. Yankees Red Sox umpire Andrew Hernandez had four plays reviewed at first base in the first four innings, and three of them were overturned. Exactly. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Exactly.
1: Let's be honest, though. The Red Sox were going to win all of those games. I one mean, way or another. <laughs>
0: okay, but to have four review calls oh, yeah, against you—it's Three of them were overturned. Are and, you kidding me? What's that, what's that say, though? You know, what does that say, yeah. bro? That
1: just says that you're either a blind b biased or two just an idiot,
0: dude. A 75% like raw, like within gotta, one
2: game, within one game in within the four four playoffs yeah. in
0: game three in the first four innings. Are you joking? That's crazy. Oh, my God. That's
1: absolutely crazy. I have lost count of the number of times that I have almost thrown something because Angel Hernandez did something that only Angel He's Hernandez so bad. could do. You know who,
0: you know, was also really bad? Who? Uh, Joe West. Joe yeah, West. Joe West is terrible, of course. Yeah,
2: I, I can't really get behind him too much. And
0: here, hear me out. Hear me out. I don't know if it's a thing this year. Watching all these Yankee games, and it's not even just the Yankees. Umpires have, like. Zero tolerance to any no, arguing this year.
1: Absolutely, I've
0: noticed, that, I've noticed that. i noticed that around the league. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The up. umpires
1: are getting very ejection. Can we can we talk about like the like ejections no, that Gardner had a, a few weeks ago? No, no, we, no. In he, the
0: Yankee game, just just a couple. Yeah, like like what Matt said. Brett Gardner got thrown out of the game for literally not saying anything. Yeah, he was banging his bat against the roof.
1: We've but, watched. All right. To be fair, though, we've watched Big Poppy go into the dugout and destroy water coolers. And like, I know, I know, I know. But here, listen, like, listen.
0: Brett Gardner got thrown out of the game because Cameron Mabin said something, and the umpire didn't even give a warning. The umpire, thinking it was Brett Gardner, turned around without a warning and ejected him. And what that is, is that? A, and that
1: is an instance right there where I believe, without a doubt, that umpire should have been fined. He should have lost money because of something that he did that was wrong there needs to be a way they have too much power i'm sorry but they absolutely need to be held accountable for their actions
2: i understand wanting them to be held accountable but just how are you going to go about that though
1: that's the thing there's
2: there's so much more nitty-gritty though like how do you determine how much that fine's going to be for making something like that happen? You know, right? But just I mean, just obviously, the fact there alone, are some things that need to be banged it, out. In
0: some, mm-hmm. I think that's that's where it is now, though. It's, it's it's all around the league. Oh, of course. But like, for someone to be ejected because someone else said something, and the umpire didn't even want to look to see who it was, he just turned around and ejected him. Mm-hmm.
1: Or how many times have we seen? Like a player get called, you know, out on strike three, and before he can even turn around to like so much as like get a word out of his mouth, the umpire is ready to toss. Yeah, it. it's like it's so, just it's a different world that we're living in right now. With how
0: how, how do we get here? I don't know. We started talking That's, about changes ball.
2: in baseball, no, changes, and then we right. got into umpires. So, like
0: to hop back to that real quick, and I, I've I know I mentioned it at least once on here. Like, there's that whole different league. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's part of the minor leagues, I think. I could be wrong. There's a whole other weird league where all of these rules. Independent league. The independent league where all of the rule changes that that Rob Manfred is thinking about is in that league. Mm -hmm. Like, if the players don't want it, and I know the fans don't
1: want it. The fans fans do not want not want it. They will lose ratings and they will lose fans if they initiate these changes plain and simple there's only
2: one change i can get behind and that's the netting
1: at the stadiums now i
0: mean i'm fine with that too yeah Yeah,
2: that's the only change i can really get behind but other than that
0: like but the the thing about that like mlb like i know why rob manfred is trying to do the thing he's doing because they're trying to get more people to come into the mlb and a lot of people think
2: they're trying it's, to broaden the game internationally. Trying
0: to broaden it internationally, and trying to get people who think baseball is boring to watch the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but
1: you're going to lose anyone over the age of
0: forty, right? Yeah, and you're going to lose everyone who already loves the game for what it is now. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's not worth it trying to get all these fans to come to the game, than losing all of the fans that you already have. This is
1: like going to soccer and saying, "Oh, by the way, you guys can all use your hands now."
2: You see, yeah. here's the thing: like baseball is such a unique sport in comparison to all of the major sports because there's no clocks, there's none of these like single point, well, cor- nah, not single point systems because baseball is obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you kind of get what I'm saying. Point systems are different. Baseball is just unique. The reason yeah, it's I like a harder baseball. sport too, but like if you're gonna make these changes. Do you really want to modernize with
1: all these mainstream sports? No. no
2: make it different. Keep it unique.
1: And if it the reason that I like baseball is because you have to bring it every single time. Mm-hmm. You can't run out the clock. Yeah. You can't get a huge lead and just sit back and watch after that. Yeah. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, the other team can always come back. There is yep. always a chance no matter what until you are down You know, 100 to nothing, in the bottom of the ninth with, you know, two strikes and two outs, it doesn't mean anything you can come back, you know?
2: It's the most unpredictable
1: game. There is yeah, by sure. far, you know, more scenarios that can play out in baseball than any other sport. Because at a certain point in, in pretty much every sport, you know, you can have a lead that just secures the game. And that just doesn't happen in baseball. Even if you're down 20 to nothing, I mean, you know, Even if you're a down chance. 10 to 4. Yeah, 10 to 4. Yeah. <laughs> Uh oh.
2: (laughs) There was no need to bring that up. Got him. (laughs) Uh oh. Anywho. (laughs) So moving on. (laughs) Awkward. That's all. That's all I got on the strike. So (laughs) don't keep looking at me (laughs) (laughs) for.
1: Pancake, I want to thank you for your wealth of knowledge. Stop. because you did
0: an excellent job telling an thank amazing story thank you for listening dude oh, of dude course. i i hope everyone made it to this point because like like we're we're completely honest when we say this this was literally all from pancakes brain. <laughs> okay this man is a genius i mean i did
2: have to fact check a couple things to make sure that like my numbers and stuff were right oh yeah like, guys you had to fact I, check a couple
1: things yeah, i yeah. i
2: knew the story
1: like very
2: well though because this is something this is something I've been so interested in for so long so
1: and yeah, it really is an interesting story And I feel like there's, not enough people there's know There's a lot more moving parts than people yeah. think Yeah, and Pit. I really, I will be honest I learned a lot from this Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I knew the basics But the yeah. basics it changed, really don't tell the story It changed baseball It literally did Like, look at the, the
2: Expos Expos,
0: gone Would still be a team Yeah If that strike didn't happen Because they
2: they could have they More than likely, with the team they had Could have won the World Series Yeah It would have kept baseball sure. 1994 would have saved baseball in Montreal Like 1995 saved baseball in Seattle
0: Yep It's that simple well,
2: Pedro Martinez would have been there longer. And, and, Larry I, Walker and I know would have been there you're longer.
0: big exposed guy.
2: I, I want to see baseball in Montreal again. Yep. I do. That would be something. The Rays are going to ha- do half their seasons there whenever that's going to happen. That's a few years yeah, down. You really know late. about that, Matt?
1: I actually had not heard about that. Oh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Earlier in the season, it was announced that the Rays, I think it's starting oh. 2021, they're going to play half their games in Tampa Bay than half their games in Montreal. Okay, yeah, I remember hearing about that. So now. it's going to be 40-something home games in Tampa than the rest in Montreal. Like, first half, second half, really. What, is what, there gonna 40 be 40 and 41? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Is this there going to be or... –
1: um, what about, like, postseason? I mean, eventually it's going to get too cold, you would think, right?
2: Well, in Montreal, they I mean, have a dome. dome. They, they have do have a dome. dome, okay. But the big thing to get a baseball team back to Montreal is you need to build a new stadium there. That's, that's absolutely true. Because the stadium now, Olympic Stadium, is – it's too big. It's not really a baseball stadium. Like,
1: they they would either have to modify having it severely two Canadian or make, teams make a new team. A new stadium. I'd
2: love stadium. to see two Canadian teams. Dude, man. that see, could ignite a huge rivalry. You know what I've see, realized? Yeah. Mm, I got like say your point, then I got something. Okay,
0: like this year, I realized it's because obviously the Yankees and the Mets play every year because Subway mm-hmm. Series. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't realize like the Rays and the Marlins play. Um, citrus,
2: like, that's a citrus series.
0: Yes, like mm-hmm. all of the teams that are close to each other play each other throughout the year. Yeah. Yeah. that'd be so cool if you had a full Canadian game. Wow, oh, yeah. yeah, that really would that be that would be really cool. But that'd be really cool.
2: I think Canadian sports are kind of on the rise in the US. Because I mean, the Raptors really proved this. Oh, yes, yeah. they the Raptors did. proved that. I think hockey's always been big in Canada, and that's always. I'm not a hockey fan, so I, don't I mean, really, you know, I there's really a bunch of big, hockey teams. Yeah, uh-huh. like I can't really kind of make that connection, but I think Canadians like. U.S. sports in Canada are becoming a lot bigger, and you know, yep. so I think it's right for baseball to go back to Montreal. Just to speak about
1: hockey, really quick, I mean that is honestly probably one of the more growing sports among like the youth of America right now. Mm, I have, yeah. Yeah, I, have upon I have come across like I just I I believe that there's definitely a growing number of of kids that are like getting into hockey. I mean, mm-hmm. two of my little cousins told me that they play hockey, and I was like where do you play hockey? You know, mm-hmm. and they said in high school. And I'm like, you guys have a high school hockey team. Yeah. I had didn't one have either. that option. Mine,
0: mine was pretty lit. Really? So, I, I so one. real quick, I know this is so off topic. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I like focus episodes. focus episodes. Though, Cause you just really talk. It's about funny. Whatever. Cause
2: the whole point of a focus episode is to focus in on one thing, but we've just always darted off somewhere. else. Yeah,
0: well, so, you So know, we
1: were pretty focused for a while, but now yeah, we're kind we of were. breaking off. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But, um, so my high school hockey team, and it was just my hockey team. It was just my high school. But then our rival would be John Jay. Mm-hmm. John Jay Hockey. But what they would do, because so my school, Arlington, it's a really big school. Wappingers School District, which is our the, the next town over, split their high schools. So their lacrosse team, which is sponsored by the school, mm-hmm. would be Wappingers Lacrosse. So it would be Ketchum and John Jay playing on one team on the lacrosse team. Mm -hmm. But their hockey team, which was a club team, would also be just Wappingers' kids, but they would call themselves John Jay. But in the eyes of like, you know how we're a club team for Frisbee? Yeah. Like, it is serious. Whatever, like, the Frisbee Association is. Whatever hockey team, like... They weren't allowed to bring kids from other schools. They would be disqualified every year from making it far because they would have teams, like guys from other schools, on their team. That's actually crazy. But the hockey games—they didn't learn the lesson not to do that after. No, they they would just do it to make it fair for their the whole district. Wow. But the hockey games were absolutely insane. Like there were always fights outside after the oh, games. Oh yeah, hockey like, is, that sounds about right. Because like our biggest culture, our biggest rival was like Wappingers and it would always be absolutely insane it was so cool
1: so you know another thing is uh like for my school that was soccer my school yeah same thing my school used to call it the route 20 cup every single year there was uh my school was fabius pompey and just down the road on route 20 there was another uh school kind of in the same class as we were and uh they were tully we had a huge rival rivalry with tully and uh you know, on the off chance that some, someone from Tully is listening right now, we, we beat you guys at pretty much everything except for <laughs> basketball, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Got them. Uh, yeah, never lost to you guys in baseball, by the way. So sucks to suck. But anyway, we uh, well, <laughs> really, really throw his shots, shots really? right now. Yeah, yeah, but but anyway, tonight. man, like so the Route 20 Cup, every single year, their team would play uh, our team in soccer. And uh, we would have a really cool thing where we would raise a bunch of money for cancer. And uh, it was like called Kicks for Cancer or something like that. And uh, we would play a, you know, a, a big game for, uh, for you know, to, to raise money. And it was pretty cool. But it's just so crazy to think that, you know, 20, 30 years ago, soccer wasn't on the radar. Hockey was barely on the radar. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe. Soccer's definitely on the rise. It, it is very interesting. But, but at it, the same time, I also think that baseball is starting to make a push as well. Y- because starting Because.
2: Push. Football is starting to die. Football yep. is dying. That's
0: Football honestly sure a away. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah.
2: That's why baseball is kind of getting bigger. Soccer is going to... I'm telling you right though. now, give it 25 years. Soccer is going to be insanely massive. Soccer so, like, that's in the, the thing, USA will
0: by
1: far... We will annihilate every
0: country in soccer listen, in listen. 30 years. The thing about soccer in the US, this is like one of the only countries, besides maybe like Canada, that soccer isn't the biggest... Like. In any other country in Europe, oh yeah, in Latin America, soccer is like—it's the real deal. It's Even it's, countries where they play like cricket, you know, I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even say the real deal. It's—it's it's like their life. It's their passion. Yeah, their games, like soccer fans in any other country besides ours, are absolutely like insanely. It's bigger than any sport. That I don't we have oh, think here. about
1: the stadiums that you see in you know in countries all over the world and they are packed yeah just regular game. season game. games packed to the brim and people are screaming and shouting and chanting and you get time? that kind of once in a while during you know playoff season for USA sports but yeah. like and I guess kind of football usually does bring a good crowd yeah. not, you know if it's a good game but it is just nowhere near the same culture, you know? Yeah.
2: See, I don't think you're going to see, like, that international roar for soccer in the U.S. No. I still yeah, think it's going to grow and become very they're, big They're trying
0: really hard, though. Like, uh, Zoltan Ibrahimovic, um, David Villa, like, all these guys who have been playing, like, legends in Europe mm-hmm. and in, in, like, Latin America are now coming to the U.S. to play soccer. And you know why? Is because I mean we're putting money into it. Yeah. There's money there.
1: That's the big reason. And eventually it all comes back to money. We are gonna have a team where someday, like basketball, when it comes to like, you know, the World Cup, it's just gonna be a joke. Yeah. (laughs) Like it will get to that point someday. Mark my words. We will absolutely annihilate in soccer someday. Well. I hope so because you even make the world cup last year <laughs> i, I so almost like, don't hope so like what what else do we need man like we're so good at like sports
0: man let everyone yeah. else have soccer <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i see what i you're mean saying. look at the olympics we're insane but usa baby usa baby yeah and you know uh, like you talk about like. sorry for any international <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry guys but um
1: but, no, like, think about the World <laughs> Baseball Classic. Like, we've touched on this before, but, like, you know, it, it's not a real competition of whether the U.S. is the best at, you know, baseball. That's obvious because if you – Well, you can't bring all the, like, best USA players onto one team because most of them are just like, nah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, they're just no, like, we don't have you, anything you to prove. If bring all the best U.S. If players If you had on. Mike
1: Trout, Aaron Judge, Mookie Betts in our outfield – Think about that, Yelich, Bellinger, Yelich, Bellinger. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. that's like, crazy. You'd even be able to pick a top three right now. I would it have would to be think crazy. about that to even choose my starting like would be three insane. outfielders.
0: You could do Trout, Judge, Betts, Bellinger at first, but you're forgetting about Yelich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yelich. Honestly, I might put over Judge
1: just because we haven't seen Judge play as have much. Have Judge as we be the DH. To. Yeah, Judge with the DH. Maybe is there is there a DH?
2: In yes, this? there's okay. DH in World Baseball Class. Okay, yes. so yeah, there you go. Yeah.
1: Although at the same time, man,
0: he's got a hell of an arm. Yeah, dude, he made. It, I just looked Here's at my a, phone. You're,
2: you're really, so you're tough. really making this like a big deal. I'm like, oh no, we can't put Aaron Judge in the outfield because we have Christian
1: Yelich there. Yeah, yeah. St- <laughs> you can still
2: put one of them at DH. <laughs> yeah,
1: let's put Yelich at DH. All right, that's the move. We're putting dude, Yelich on DH because even he's four got the guys, bat. guys.
0: All four of those guys. Oh, wait, was Yelich in the World Baseball Classic? I yeah. don't. I'm,
2: I'm pretty, pretty sure. I believe he was. He was. Yep.
0: 2017 was too long ago for me to remember at this point. Yeah. So, dude. Don't we get... No, we don't get it this year. I remember looking this up on a it's podcast.
2: 2021 then?
0: 2021, because this year is Olympics. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Olympics. That's that's why they're not doing it this year. So. Baseball in the Olympics, like,
2: it's going to be weird because they can't it put will. any major players weird. in. Yeah. It's only... when The last time baseball was in the Olympics was 2008 in Beijing. And I, they got a medal. I don't know what medal they got. I want
1: to say they got bronze. Dude, I'm just but like... <laughs> like like, oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to have, like, AAA players going yeah, to this. Yeah, it, it, like...
2: liter- it was literally a bunch of AAA guys. Yeah, it wasn't, gonna like, be like I, watch, think it, be I think w-
1: – like, oh
2: Stephen Strasburg was, like, 18 or 19 then, but he was on the team because he was so good in college. Can make yeah.
1: it, like, you know, a Winter Olympics sport so that way we can see, like, some of the best players play? Low-key. <laughs> that'd be hot. Low-key. Yeah, yeah. Can we be, just build oh an indoor God, stadium boy. wherever that'd they do? that? Little... Yeah. That'd Holy, be really cool. I've never thought of that before. That'd be really cool. Like, Winter Olympics I mean, sport. I mean, the problem is, like, all the Winter Olympics involves snow or ice, and baseball <laughs> <ice, right? laughs> well, doesn't. But, but, please, we need to do something about that but because I mean, we need to see Mike Trout and, you know, some of our classic American... I feel, see, like, i said this a bunch of times. Baseball mm. in the Mike, Olympics.
0: I think Mike Trout will do it. See? What, the World Baseball Classic or the Olympics?
2: World Baseball Classic? World Baseball
1: Classic. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's not I, I, like the Angels are ever going to field a team that could make it to the playoffs or anything oof. like that. Oof. So if they, really, if they lose Mike <laughs> Trout for a couple of weeks, then oh, well. That was a collective oof. oof. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is an oof. The Angels are terrible you're really out here with the hot takes tonight he's
2: just i mean that's going off tonight man i just want to point going back to the baseball and the olympics thing you know like all the times baseball has been the olympics they obviously had minor league players and stuff but they've won gold medals before That's true. like 96 atlanta they won a gold medal that was the last time they got a gold medal but (laughs) yeah ben sheets was on that team chris benson was on that team dude (laughs)
0: dominated i I really wish i knew the knowledge uh no no no
2: you don't you know why because there's so much, curse. <laughs> there's so much shit up here that I know
1: that it's like, it's too much. I'm gonna call a uh, future episode right now. There needs to be a beef session. Just we all come with a list of things that we have beef about within the mlb whether it's a player I, I, i'm or gonna have the most manager. abstract shit oh dude <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna have some stuff that i definitely i'm gonna need. dig
2: up shit from the 90s that pissed me off even though i wasn't alive for it and we're gonna be like oh yeah
1: that that, that did suck <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna know how to react Pan- okay. pancakes gonna like pull out this unreal
0: you know obscure uh, statistic unreal from, stat about like yeah. this player that like never got a chance or something yeah. <laughs>
2: I, dude, there's so many players I should like, do oh, that yeah, with. Bummer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> facts. Well, well yeah, what that, that should happen. What an episode. I'll be back for that one. Facts. Facts.
2: You want, you want to hear a random fact right now? I, I got one. Okay, I got let's one, go. One, let's one, go. Let's see. You know who's got the most in, like pinch on. hit hits of all time? Who? Lenny Harris. <laughs> <laughs> Retired in 2005.
1: Okay. Well, why, did, why do you know that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lenny Harris. <laughs> That's something I would like have there, gone gosh. my whole life without ever hearing that name. <laughs> yeah, I would have too. Lenny Harris. 214
2: career pinch hit hits. <laughs> wow. 200. So he came off the bench and got 214 career hits. How many hits opportunities
1: did he have? What was his pinch I mean, hit average?
2: I don't know what his average was, but he made his debut in 88 and retired in 05, so he had a lot of chances.
1: Okay, I'm still impressed, even though you didn't know the answer to my question. <laughs> how,
2: how did you know the I'm answer? not that specific.
1: But. If you had an answer for what I just asked you, then I probably would have dropped the mic and left the room. Like, <laughs> that, that's unreal. I, I'm not that good. I'm not that good. Oh, you're pretty good, though. I, is that a rap? I think that is
0: a rap. Signing off. Rap party. Wow. We end these so abruptly, too. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, uh, are we done? Yeah, well... To, so uh, real quick again hope you guys had fun um again we're sorry that our weekly recap wasn't put out there a lot of stuff happened a lot of teams clenched technology baby yeah we're, we're sorry about that again but i hope you guys had fun hope you guys enjoyed
1: later